All right. Um, welcome back to the F1 My Life podcast. <laughs> we are in a brand new season with new regulations. New drivers. Yeah, and everything for, uh, for Formula One. Drivers shifted, uh, regulations changed, a whole bunch of stuff happened. Um, you might hear me gulping my jaw. And we just, uh, oh yeah, Priya's having tea. It's so rude to eat or drink anything on a podcast. You didn't know that? Is it? That's like podcast rules. Is it yeah. etiquette? Really? Because you just hear people like munching. It's, AS, it's ASMR though, you yeah. know? <laughs> what do you mean? Some people like that. Like ASMR. ASMR yeah. is like this. Yeah, no, but some I'm people gonna, like the gulping. If you do it rhythmically, although I don't know how you do that. I'm but. gonna drink. Some people just like rub microphones, like just they do this. <laughs> or like they like open packages. Yeah. Yeah, that's like an ASMR too. Okay. Yeah, ASMR is funny. Uh, there's like a whole like YouTube arena devoted to ASMR. No, I know, I know for sure. I've heard, I've like, I know all about it. It's a big thing. Yeah. ASMR. We should do an ASMR thing. <laughs> you don't even need like. It's just all you need is a microphone. And you just like do random things. Yeah, that's so. You could weird. do like you could do like the sofa. Yeah. You know, like you do that. We live in such a weird world. It's interesting. <laughs> and and you know what the funny thing is? There's probably people making like hundreds of thousands of dollars oh, yeah. just doing like what what is it called when like, like you watch things that are like 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 if somebody's like cutting soap or cutting into clay or something yeah you know? or it's yeah. like or cutting a sponge i find that very satisfying yeah that's a whole thing on like that's not asmr is it no oh. that's just like it's just satisfying to watch but there, it must be. There must be a name for that. I'll, I'll look for it later. It's uh, fine. There's probably some kind of scientific name. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, dude, is this an F1 <laughs> podcast or like a podcast about <laughs> random viral videos we come across? We just spent like five on minutes the doing dumb things. All right, dumb man. Dumb things. Um, so we're gonna. You know what? We left off our last podcast being like, we're gonna do this podcast and that podcast and talk about this and talk about that and da da da. But we didn't end up doing any of it. We didn't talk about the drivers changing. We didn't talk about. Because I listened to the last one, and we said we would talk about driver changes. We said we would do a drive to survive review, and we also said we would talk about the new regulations of the we new car did when I came. We none out. of it. So, um, should we start with that? Because I don't this even race know was where, pretty like I don't straightforward. E- I don't even know where you want to start. I guess we can start with just the drivers. Do you want to start with the drivers? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Where do you want to go? Who start do you from start the with? top. Now we here. Well, All right, Sergio Perez and uh, the world champion Max Verstappen are still with Red Bull. Of course they are. And then um, we had a change up with Mercedes. Um, Lewis decided to grace us with his presence. And um, yeah, he's sticking around with George the Russell um, came from Williams and kicked out Valtteri to Alfa Romeo. And Alfa Romeo also has Zhao now. Yeah, they have this new uh, driver from China. Yeah. Who came in. I don't know much about him, admittedly. I haven't really done much research on him. But he's a new guy um, there. Yeah, Valtteri and Alpha. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Um, what we, else? We still have Pierre and Yuki. Everybody else Alfa is kind of kind of playing their positions, right? Well, we, brought, we got Williams. You know, we got Albon back in Williams. Yeah, Albon. Yeah, they announced that a little while ago. Um Actually, what are we talking about? George Russell's in Mercedes. I said that. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, and then the biggest Whoops. news is Nikita Mazepin 
was replaced by um, or Nikita. Yeah, Nikita Mazepin was replaced by Kevin Magnuson. Yeah. Um, with the Haas and Mick Schumacher obviously retained his yep. uh, standing. I don't want to yep. go into why that all happened. Everybody else is pretty much exactly where uh, where they are. So um, that's where the drivers sit. Um, the new car, man. The stupid pink is back. Uh, yeah. On Alpine? Alpine? Alpine. What do they call Alpine? Alpine. I don't know why they just didn't stick to Renault. That's such a nicer... And I, and I low-key, I mean, anything is better than pink on a car. But um, I would have done with the, the, you know, the bumblebee look. The black and the... Or the black and the yellow. Yeah. Black and yellow, black and yellow, black. You know that song? Yeah, I know. I know. It was really big was like Khalifa. five years ago. Yeah. Black yeah. and yellow, black and yellow. Um, I would have done with the black and yellow That's instead. That's your ASMR. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, playing with my pop socket. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the new cars that they came up with are, well, let's just talk about some of the new regulations. So there's a, there's a spending cap now on how much teams can spend in uh, Formula One, right? Yep. That's a, that's a big one. Um, and the second thing is, is like a lot of the car has been redesigned. Uh, and from my understanding as well, is that a lot of the parts are just spec parts. So what spec parts mean is that a lot of the parts are like coming from the FIA. Like there isn't much you can change about them. They they kind of restrict how much they can change on the car. Um, except for like the side pods and everything, which has been uh, a huge thing that's come up. Mm -hmm. um, that's where teams are getting creative and whatnot. But mm -hmm. um the whole idea is to make the cars, I think, a little more similar and to also reduce the amount of dirty air so there can be closer racing, um, which I think will really be interesting. I mean, obviously, in the first like race, we saw yeah. that there was definitely close racing. Yeah. So the cars are cool, man. I mean, we're, I don't I don't know about you, but I don't want to go off on like 30 minutes of just talking about the regulations and the cars. I think we all kind of know the deal. Remember the thing about Mercedes car? What? Where they were like, um, they took off that little, what is that rectangular thing called on the side? They had some dramatic design with their yeah. side pods. Yeah. They like completely el eliminated them. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. Um, I think that in terms of the regulations, the things that have changed, I think we'll probably address a lot of them as we see them in the races. One thing that I think I didn't realize is during quali, you don't need to actually start the race on the tires that you qualify the qualify fastest Qualify on. on, yeah. That's interesting. That it? was actually really interesting to me. That was never the case back in the day. Back in the day. Like, I mean, last year. Yeah. The previous years. So, so that was interesting. We're still obviously seeing like how the FIA and the stewards and everyone are going to address certain issues like with passing and with penalties and things of that nature. I have a feeling that it's going to be one of those things where, again, we just kind of learn more about the regulations as the so, infringements happen. So one thing they are implementing is um, I think there is like a video review. They do this in many sports. Um, I just know that like for sure that they do this in hockey, um, that there's like a video review of something that's happened and it goes to another location. I know with hockey, I think it goes all the way to New York okay. and they review, like there's a room of people who are watching all the games and they like review something that happens. And then, so I think I'm pretty certain they're actually implementing that in Formula One, but 
I think, uh, yeah, a lot of the decision-making with stewards and shit and stuff like that is going to be dealt with um, a little more comprehensively. So yeah. there's no... Uh, so there's no issues. So mm. hopefully it'll make everything a little better and cleaner. Um, and we and we won't have as much questions as to why calls were made or, you know, I think people just want consistency, to be honest. Yeah. I think that's what everybody wants. So I think after last year and with the new regulations, everyone just wants a little bit of consistency. Yeah, it's frustrating all around, to be honest, no matter who you root for, which team you're on, um, you know, so, mm. yeah. So, yeah. It was a, I think it was like a really interesting first race. I don't think it was what anyone expected. Uh, and it's kind of funny, right? Because the whole story that everyone left off with, with like last, last season and of course Drive to Survive was Max and Lewis, right? What do you want to talk about first? Do you want to go in the race or do you want to touch on Drive to Survive a little bit? So this is my issue with Drive to Survive. So are we touching on Drive to Survive? Yeah, we can okay, touch on it. Uh, let's do Drive to Survive. I would say this. I think that Max not being like representing himself in Drive to Survive is really like it was great. And I think that this season, more than any other season, I didn't really like it wasn't as like off the books as as previous ones were. What do you mean? Like it wasn't as like um I didn't learn as much more because I feel like I learned a lot about these drivers along the way. I did find some things interesting. I did feel like they stuck to the script a little bit more mm. than they did last time, except when it came to obviously the big thing, which was they tend to take like a crazy amount of liberties, and they did on this one too. I'll say this is that I feel like no matter what, you're going to have some controversy with how you interpret like what happened last season, which I think is kind of ridiculous, but that's fine. Um, but they def I think Max not representing himself definitely did um, <clears throat> reduce him from sharing his side of the story on a lot of things. Um, but I did learn a lot about like Nikita Mazepin. Oh yeah, which was I. I mean, wasn't like, that an interesting episode? That was a really and I I don't like him and I don't like his father. Um, and I, I hate to say that. And You're I, not I, a fan. I I'm not a fan, and I. And I wasn't a fan before, but it was really nice to be... It was interesting as to why. Um, they really, like, kind of um, bullied around Gunter, like, quite a bit. You yeah. know? Um, I loved watching him do his hike, though. Gunter. <laughs> that was stunning. Yeah. He did that th th super beautiful hike. There's certain, there's certain aspects of that show that I like. I like the behind the scenes. I'm not a fan of, like how dramatic and how much they kind of lie about certain things, to be totally honest. And um, I think, uh, like, I've heard, I've heard from other drivers, I think Lando Norris talked about it a little bit. Yeah. Where he's like, you know, he didn't appreciate certain narratives going certain ways. He's been kind of the, um, the not the victim, but he's kind of been the, yeah, I guess, like the victim of some issues with Drive to Survive both with like how they've portrayed him with um, signs in the past and how they portrayed him with Ricardo this time too. Yeah. Um, you know, he did admit that like there was like, he kind of said like, it's really not up to me to like sympathize for Daniel. Like no driver wants like sympathy and it kind of yeah. gotten taken out of context. And then it was like, yeah, it just made their drive. The thing is, is that formula one has enough drama as it is. It doesn't need the extra drama, but yeah, 
Um, again, yeah, you're right. They took some liberties. I saw this one meme where it's like, what was it? It was like um, uncomfortable truths or something. And it was something like drive to survive is to bring people to Formula One. And Formula One races are for like the actual fans of Formula One. Yeah. Right. So with that said, it's like, I think you like if you if you recognize what the show is designed to do, which is to make it interesting and intriguing and bring people to watch the races, Mm -hmm. then it does its job. I don't. I guess it's not entirely, and it's crazy to say this because it's a docu series. Mm-hmm. It's not entirely meant to be like completely accurate. Actual, yeah. It's just meant to be entertaining. Yeah, and it to is. Bring eyeballs to the sport, which it's done. Um, so I mean, you That's know, there's there, there's some interesting parts to it, but there's also some parts where they take like crazy amount of liberties. Yeah. And and I mean, especially with something that was as emotional and hot headed as last race of the season i feel like they owed it to f1 to keep that as um untouched as possible and they kind of you know took certain liberties here and there made certain people look bad certain people look like they were victims yeah in the situation which you know I, i guess at the end of the show they have creative liberties as to however they want to do things so um, but I think that's a main reason. And you do have to notice, right? Max Verstappen is not the only driver that doesn't no, do interviews. A lot of people have refused to not be on that show. Yeah. He just, he just gets a spotlight because he's like the number like one, number two. one, two, whatever, top five guys, right? I thought it was also interesting that you said like they took certain liberties because I remember when we first watched Drive to Survive, um, I didn't like Max. Mm-hmm. And it was, again, because of the way that he was portrayed. We talked about this. I can't remember if we talked about it on the podcast. But, like, I didn't like Max nope. at all. And nope. it kind of bothered me because I was like, oh, my God. Once I, like, started actually watching Formula One, yeah, I, like, yep. really like him. And, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I still think that he um, has a lot of room to grow. And sometimes he can be, like, um, like, a little impatient like any other driver can be. But... I really, really, like, adore him as a driver. Um, and I think he's got a hilarious personality. And so it's just kind of like, I, I would, that's why I said I just kind of want to take everything Formula One driver survived it with a grain of salt because I just don't feel like it was, like, the most accurate of. I don't even, it's funny you mention that because I didn't even, that didn't even click to me until now. Yeah. Like, yeah, we I wasn't a Max Verstappen fan after watching. But he was kind of a jerk. Like, like watching the first couple seasons actually it wasn't until we actually started like going back and watching races that Mm. i kind of changed my perspective but initially yeah i did not like the guy at all i was not a fan at all when the when the show came out actually i was a big danny ricardo fan yeah same i liked him a lot i I still love the honey badger but i i just i think my shift has like my favorite drivers are not the same as like my just like my favorite like people um so, yeah, that's what I would say about Drive to Survive. I, yeah, but I did like learning about, like, I, I, I thought it was just interesting, Nikita Mazepin and his dad and, and the Haas. Yeah. I, I think it's yeah. crazy what Haas has gone through. I hope <clears throat> that their woes are over for the year. I hope that that company, or that they do well. Yeah, I think... Um, They're off to a good start. I think people who watch F1 Hardcore and who are really into the sport really recognize that the TV show is a little... 
a little fugazi fugazi you know <laughs> from the actual racing itself it's uh it's a different it's a different story so um yeah it was okay it's fun i like watching it a lot i really love the dramatic shots of the drivers getting into the cars yeah um, i like it for what it is the cinematography yeah I, ca- I can't say that i don't like it i feel like for what it is if you recognize it for what it is i think it's awesome yeah i think it's great um, Agreed. But, I mean, if you want it to be 100% accurate into the book and everything, like, watch another show. Or just watch the races, you know? I really did also enjoy them going back to, like, how Alonzo and Ocon, like, really pushed each other. Yeah. That was a really... And then Ocon getting, obviously, his P1. Like, I just enjoyed yeah. the recap because I feel like it's nice. This is the reason I, like, Drive to Survive is um, in the off-season, right before the new seasons come out. It's just nice to see some of your favorite highlights from the previous season. Like, it's yeah. just really nice to relive it. So I think that's all I would have to say about Drive to Survive. Sweet. And then the race. So first race of the season. Um, and this is where people have been very curious. I mean, I, I should say their whole race weekend, actually. Because, you know, you see winter testing and whatnot and... I think there were uh, there were some statistics coming out there. Um, one thing we did see were slow Mercedes. Super slow. Very slow Mercedes, which I think for everybody is a little shocking. Um, I didn't believe it at first. I'm going to be honest. I really yeah. did not believe it. I was. I really kept telling you. Even the drivers thought it was sandbagging. They thought yeah. they were, quite honestly, bullshitting. Yeah, that's about I, the I pace did. of the cars. Yeah, I was shocked. I think a lot of people I talked to, a lot of uh, friends who I know watch F1, they were pretty shocked. Um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a little shocking. But um, what we did end up seeing, however, uh, performance-wise, was from the Ferraris. So the Ferraris the f- kicked butt and took names. So the Ferraris are fast. They're back. Yeah. It seems like it. Ferrari um, is finally back. Yeah. Bonotto must be so excited. I don't know which language he wants to say he's excited in, Italian or English or both. Hey, Bonotto. he must be so excited. You can speak perfect English, bro, but uh, you don't want to speak it on Drive to Survive. I think, I, I really do think it's a contractual thing, though, love. Well, how? Yeah. I, think, I think there's something about when he's representing. Is it on brand? I think it is. Is it something to I be like. I think it is. I don't think you can be contract contracted to speak certain languages. Gunter likes to speak German quite a bit. But he doesn't speak it on the show. He speaks it all the time with him and Toto. Yeah, but that's when they're speaking to each other. Oh. But not when he's narrating on the show. But Noto was straight up talking Italian. Italian. Speaking Italian, not talking. You know? Speaking you talk Italian. Ta. You talk Ta? Jack talk Ta. You know that from Meet no. the Parents? You ever seen Meet the Parents? Oh, yes, I have. Jack talk Ta, real good. <laughs> Jack can't talk to You remember that? It's funny, man. You remember so many things. This is so good. Like, why do I... My mom says the same thing. God. She's like, you remember all these things, but you don't remember useful things. My mom yeah, says. you can't remember New Girl, but you can remember that. When the New it. Girl is there so many... Okay, we're getting off topic. So, um. qualifying was freaking <laughs> amazing. Um, Leclerc. And, 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 and I want to say this, because like, I, I got a couple messages after this race that were like, Oh, you must be so sad because Verstappen wasn't on pole. 
I literally don't care. I really don't care. I really just like to see good racing. It doesn't matter to me who's on pole. It's just, I like to see, I like to see what we saw during this race um, and during this quality. Um, so no, I wasn't sad that LeClaire was on pole and yes, I just gave that away, but it was really nice to see the return of the Ferraris. Um, so actually let's start from the bottom of the grid. I mean, there was no surprise that like Latifi, Latifi stroll. stroll, Ricardo, man, damn, the, like the struggle is so real. The McLarens are really struggling um, this season. Hulkenberg, Sonoda, Sonoda Well, yeah, Hulkenberg came in for Vettel because he is the Rona. Yeah, so Alpha, that, that's no surprise. Albon Zoe made it into Q2 though. Or yeah, Q1, he's, um, he's 15. Yeah. yeah, he made it out of Q1. Um, Albon in the bottom. Norris again. Albon made it into Q2 though. That was a big deal for him being the who? Williams. Albon. That's his first time back oh, in the yeah, Williams, and he yeah. made it Q2. That's a huge yeah, deal. Yeah, that's that's that's. Williams is not doing bad. Yeah, they're doing alright. If right. Latifi can just keep it together. Yeah, they're doing alright. We'll see how they do the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, and then Norris in thirteenth. This is a bit of a fall Four. from grace for the for McLaren. Uh, mm -hmm. It seems. Um, we'll see how they do in the rest of the season, but not a good, uh, turnout for, for Norris there. But contrarily, Mick in 12. <clears throat> yeah, Mick beat him, which is nuts. Um. P that's amazing. Yeah, that's going to be interesting to see what they do. Ocon in 11th, Gasly in 10th, doesn't, you know, not, not a huge shocker. Gasly's a very, um, talented driver in my opinion. Yeah. I would love to see him do better. Yeah. Um, Russell in ninth. That was kind of a sadness because it's like you came from Williams yeah. to a Mercedes and yet you're still not in the top five. Yeah. Um, Alonzo in eighth with Alpine. Ya boy, K-Mag in seventh. Kevin Magnuson in a Haas. Do you remember what Gunter said? I can't The Haases are dangerous. Yeah, I did hear what Gunter said. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. We didn't even talk about that, yeah. but but I saw that. I don't even know if we could say that no, on this no, podcast. Um, and then your boy Bottas on qualifying Hamilton's six. butt, which I think is great. I was so happy for Bottas. Good for Bottas, man. You know he came out strong in a new team. Like, and that's okay. So let's just talk about that for a hold quick up, second. Hold up, hold up. Let's just finish off the the whole thing, and then we'll get back to Bottas. Um, Hamilton ahead of him. Um, which is which is kind of expected with I guess the struggling Mercedes and then Perez signs Verstappen and Leclerc so we went up the whole list there um, as we expected so the Ferraris and the uh, Red Bulls seem to be the front runners here who are probably going to be battling for constructors it looks like uh, unless Mercedes can get their uh, stuff together I'd love to see Haas up there too so yeah, where do you want to start? Bottas. I mean, I just want to, it's not even starting. It's just like a quip. Like, it takes so much when you switch to a new team. You got to remember, like, a lot of people come in from Formula 2 to Formula 1. Like, yeah. Yuki came in or um, Zhao came in or, you know, Alban came back to a new team. You got to give some of these guys credit to go from one team to another. Yeah. And they do well. Like, Vettel did not do the greatest when he um, switched over to... Um, Aston Martin, you know what I mean? Yeah. Compared to when he was at Ferrari. But like Bottas put Alfa Romeo in sixth for quality. Yeah. I just, I mean, I just have to say like, that's a big deal to me at least. Yeah. Um, to that's be able to take a for, new car. That's a big deal for him. Yeah. To like, take a new car that you've not driven ever. 
Yeah. Because I think a lot of people, especially Mercedes, they can lean on the fact that they can just they can just say, oh, you're in a Mercedes. That's why you're so quick. Yeah. And I think that's a big reason why Bottas needed to go because, you know, he's in the shadow of a giant in Lewis Hamilton, you know. So I think he needed to go to another team to just kind of make a name for himself there. So it's I'm excited for the guy. I want to see what he can do yeah. um, and, and, and where he makes it. And same kind of thing with uh, Kevin Magnuson, man. Yes. Like Haas, I'm really like, you know, I'm I'm hyped to see how how they do over the course of the season. I'm so excited that Kevin Magnuson's back. I really liked him as a driver. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like that time away really helped him. And I think it's crazy yeah. how he literally came back after practice, right before the race. Yeah. And Put them on seven. Destroyed. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. In, in, in quality, at least. Um, so, yeah, everything's looking interesting. Let's get into the race. You want to talk about the race? Yeah. Let's get into the race, man. Wow. Um, what a crazy race. What a turn of events. Um, what a result by all the drivers here. So, um, first of all, let's, like, <laughs> let's go into just the obvious stuff. So, um Honda engines failed. Yeah, Honda engines. <laughs> hey, dude, what's wrong with yeah. your engine? <laughs> Something you know? happened to you guys. Jeez. And they said it had to do with, like, I mean, it's new tracks, it's new cars, it's new everything. But, like, you just saw a bunch of Hondas just drop out all at the same time. So, Pierre, Ga so uh, <laughs> your boy Yuki Sonoda, did he even make it? To the thing? Yeah, Yuki made it to this one. Yeah, he did, right? Yeah, Yuki um, made it. Sonoda made it to eighth place. Yeah. So Yuki is there. Pierre Gasly, sorry. Pierre Gasly's car <laughs> caught on goddamn fire. <laughs> oh, no. This guy pulls over. His car's on fire. His engine is just, like, on fire. So Pierre Gasly's out. Something... I didn't even re uh, read what comprehensively happened to his car, but it was some kind of... His car, his engine just shut off. His, next engine, thing, his next, engine shut off and then he just caught on fire. Next thing you know, it's on fire. Um, Which prompted like a virtual safety car. Yeah. So, and then and then we go to Max Verstappen. So, Max Verstappen was having all sorts of problems. He was having steering issues. He was complaining about his battery power not working. Yeah. And by the end of it, I mean, and he was whining quite a bit on the radio. Yeah. Like, also, relax, bro. Yeah, like, he needed to chill. Yeah. I heard him whining a lot. Yeah, it was a lot of crying. Um, and uh, Didn't Christian come on and be like, all right, mate, just, like, calm down. Uh, yeah, down. yeah, he's like, let us do what we do and you do what you do. It's yeah. like, dude, it's the first race of the season. There's bound to be kinks, but, you know, it's I, I can understand. You know, it's really important for the guy to get points. He wants to, you know, get the championship again, so... Um, so eventually he was called in to, uh, box Three laps before the end of the race. Which was absolutely heartbreaking for him because they wanted those points really badly. Dude, he was doing well. He was in P2. Yeah. And then was... all of a sudden he like lost power or like his power started, his steering started going and then he got passed by Sainz and he got passed by Hamilton. Yeah, it was just over. He and... just slowed right down. So it's like you see Pierre. And then you see Verstappen. And then all of a sudden, I'm like yelling at the TV because I think Perez like spins out. Homeboy lost power too. His like, engine cut off straight yeah, up. Yeah, it just straight up, boop, yeah. gone. Yep. So Hamilton obviously pounced on that. Was Hamilton was talking about minimizing damage 
because he started Quali so far back from you know his uh, his usual, and he was able to make it into P three, which is like podium crazy to me. Yeah. And of course, you know, the, I think you can't ever. I mean, he's he's very lucky that uh, the engines, the Honda engines, the Suck. Red Bull engines, I should say, failed. Yeah. Um. But that was just like. I I I just yeah, that was heartbreaking. Very lucky for the Mercedes that they that they bounced back there and were able to uh, grab those points. Um, I, it was he was so close. He was lap fifty seven. Yeah, Perez literally was in the point. It's so heartbreaking to me. Red Bull so got bad. zero points. I feel so bad. So both of them, both yeah. of them DNF'd as well as Gasly, uh, which sucked. But you know, as expected, Ferrari power. They they're did doing amazing. pretty well. Uh, Leclerc pulls off the win, also gets the fastest, fastest lap. lap. Yeah. So he gets the extra point up there. Science in second. Hamilton in third. Russell in fourth. Kevin yeah, boy. Kevin Magnussen finishing in fifth. Getting Are you 10 kidding points. Me? That's like more points than they had like the last three years. Holy <laughs> God. Haas, like, man, if they can perform this year, that's going to be absolutely Poor insane. Mick. I he, cannot wait. He just got out of the points. Mick was in 11. Oh, man. But Zhao got his first point in 10th as well, which was pretty amazing. Yeah. And then you had your, you know, you had Ocon, Sonoda, Alonzo, Zhao. I like how you points. just casually stroll over Bottas. Oh, I said, oh, did I not say Bottas? Who finished six. That's a huge That's result a huge for, deal. for him as well. Six for Both Bottas. Both Alfa Romeos finishing the points. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. And I think this is a big thing with like these new regulations that they put into place i think they're working yeah to be totally honest and even you know we saw even the battle between um leclerc and verstappen oh my god that was amazing what do you mean the battle you mean the battles yeah that's what i'm saying like the <laughs> so back and much. forth until uh you know verstappen eventually had to had to retire the car but and he like the up. the i mean it seems like following is much easier and the drs is very powerful on these cars yeah so, I mean, it's leading to some fantastic racing, it looks like. And I hope we see more of it. I think we will. I really do think we will. Um, it should be an interesting... I mean, it was, like, such a good place for, like, Ferrari to come back, which was so nice to see because yeah. they haven't... There's been a lot of, like, controversy and speculation and all that such, and then they had really terrible seasons, and then, of course, they outed Vettel. I feel like this year they finally got the juice together, and I think it's good for Ferrari fans because they have been super sad. I can't wait for them to go to Italy. Excuse me. And then, yeah, so next up we should have Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia is the next race. Yeah, which would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm so excited weekend. that F1 is back. Oh, my God. I'm always sad when there's, like, an off weekend, like, between, like, um, Saudi Arabia and Australia. But I think they have, like, a ton of races on the calendar this 23, year. 23, right? 22 or 23 isn't, isn't it the most? I don't know about that. I thought I thought it said it was the most races Definitely on a lot of races coming up, though, which is going to be interesting. Hopefully, they'll yeah. keep adding more. Um, can't wait to see how Red Bull bounces back. Hopefully, they do. And Formula One is back. We back. I'm excited to see. Um, I want to. I honestly want to see Haas do well this season. They're my dark horse for this season. Yeah. I want to see them do really well. That would be amazing. Imagine Haas getting podiums. That'd be sick. 
You know, that would change everything for that team if they could start performing. And they need it. Poor Gunter. I feel so bad for the guy. That guy's gotten so much shit in the last couple of years. He needs it so bad. They were up against Renault, right? Like a few years ago? Yeah. A bunch of years ago. I think back when they were around, like, you remember that Rich Energy sponsorship and everything? Oh, yeah. They were performing. The livery, when they had that sponsorship, though, looked so sick. It was really nice. That was my favorite livery on the... They lost that real fast. On the the grid that year, but... I was actually surprised. I was like, are we just going to see a white car (laughs) this year? I know, man. You know, it's just such a mess, but I'm glad they got the funding. I'm glad they got what they needed. The black and gold. They should go back to that. That looks so ill. Um, I really hope McLaren bounces back, but I don't have high hopes. I'm going to be yeah. honest. I feel a little bad for Lando. He just signed like a multi-year contract and he just like... You know, I, I really hope that maybe Haas gets some American sponsorship. That'd be sick. That would be super dope, man, if they could get some some sick American... They're, Yo, imagine if they got sponsored by SpaceX or something. That'd be sick. That'd be so ill. It's it's also like <laughs> they're already off better than Make they it happen, were Elon. last year. Like 10 points in the championship. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Compare, you know what I mean? Like they already are going to get more money at the end of the year yeah. than like they were going to previously. Magnuson just has to keep uh, pulling it out and hopefully Mick can get up there too. Yeah. You know, and we should. I, I actually do have a lot of faith in Mick this year. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's he's a sophomore now, right? He was a rookie. Yeah. It's his second year in. Hopefully, he can start putting it together. I think. I it's, mean, there's a lot of pressure on him given his family name, yeah. and. I think it's good for him to have. I think I really do think Haas messed up by having two junior drivers. Um, I really don't think that was a good idea. Probably not. But I really think it's great that Mick would have um, Kevin to look up to. Yeah. I really do. I think that's going to be an interesting one. I wonder one. if Kevin stays long term. Why wouldn't they? The guy's scoring for them. Dude, Keep them on. If they don't, they're digging their own grave. Yeah. They really are. Yeah. They're digging their own grave if they don't. Yeah. All right. What do you think? Anything else? You got I think anything that's else it. to add, my those, friend? Those are my notes. Oh, man. I'm excited for this season. It's going to be lit. Should be amazing. All right, guys. So that's that. We kind of blasted through it for this one. We'll see you guys next time in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, man. So make sure you guys uh, subscribe, as always, on Spotify, YouTube, and uh, follow us on Instagram. Uh, We are... Yeah, we mentioned before we're going to be doing uh, pretty much strictly audio from here on out. But I like it. It's nice. It's a little more chill. We can just chill on our couch and our PJs. Yeah. Record the podcast. Milo you know. can sit here and just... Milo can sit with us. He used to get really antsy when we did video before. I, I think, you know, I really... I think the lights and stuff really just like... Yeah. He was like, whoa, what's happening? I don't know. I also think he was just like a puppy back then. Yeah. He's a very chill. Maybe he's chilled out a little maybe bit Maybe we'll, we'll bring him back like midway for like Monaco or something like that. Show yeah, you guys yeah. our, our dog. Yeah. On our new house. <laughs> Cribs version. Oh yeah, the new place. But um, thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, feel free to send us any messages, DMs on Instagram if you want to chat about anything race related or, or anything like that. And uh, catch you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye.